Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Drama does not only exist in D.C. It exists in Westfield, where the Colts are in training camp. Will Jonathan Taylor be the running back? I don't know. Uh, Will there be a contract dispute? Is it possible he'll hold out? Is there any possibility of a trade? And then you've got the backup, Zach Moss, breaking his arm. Certainly feel for him. Hope he's better. You've got running backs there, whether it's Deion Jackson or Evan Hull or the name of all names, Jake Funk. Because you can just picture Lucas Oil Stadium chanting, we want the funk. It's going to be so good. But the Colts decide the answer is the University of Indianapolis, and they sign Toriano Clinton. Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us right now from 93.5107.5 The Fan. He is the voice of sports in Indiana. Before we get to Clinton joining the, the Colts, uh, which is a crazy story. Let's talk about where we are with Jonathan Taylor, with uh, the owner, Jim Irsay, with the general manager who's been outrageously silent on this, uh, uh, Chris Ballard. Um, Is everybody feeling better, like, okay, we can get through one more year, or is this looking worse than it was just a week ago? No, I don't think there's been any change, Tony, whatsoever. I still think Jonathan Taylor is in the same spot as he was. I think his representation in the same spot. No doubt the Colts are in there same spot right now so i don't think there's been a change now you know as far as you know this with with negotiations of any kind you know deadlines will spur action i don't know in this case you know who is going to bend first but i do know who has the opportunity to sit there with their arms crossed the longest and say hey you're going to have to come to us and that's the colts because frankly jonathan taylor if he wants to get paid this year final year of his contract he's going to have to play that's what's going to have to happen here. I mean, unless his agent, which I would doubt right now, has some, you know, incredible, diabolical, genius plan, which, again, I doubt right now, at some point he is going to have to pay or play to get paid. And if he doesn't, if he wants to sit out, then he's going to lose that money and then he's going to be suspect for the future of his play on the field and a contract. So I just don't see an alternative here, ultimately, regardless of how his effect is on the team, he's going to have to some point, he's going to have to get out there and he's going to have to play to get paid. Do we have a feeling yet uh, of whether his agent, same agent for uh, Shaquille Leonard who got Shaquille Leonard uh, paid, an agent for UFC fighters gets them paid. Um, Has the agent really led him down the wrong path? Is he trying to make a statement using Jonathan Taylor as his guinea pig? Or is Jonathan bought into this is he somebody who who believes uh the procedure that they're utilizing is accurate well i mean it it depends on i guess what he's explained to him i mean if his agent has told jonathan taylor at some point here's what you're going to do i mean you're going to pretty much ostracize yourself 
uh, from the Colts and the fan base right here. You're up on the side of Lucas Oil Stadium. They're probably going to want to run over there and take that poster down at some point when they used to universally love, respect, want to see you, really want to hear from you. I mean, if that was his plan, then I I guess he succeeded in that. I I, I get it. I do. I, I know the negotiations are hardcore, but this right now is cut and dry. And I'm looking down this path that we're talking about, Tony, as to what might be the end game, the end result of where he is going. But it does seem like that in, in terms of a fork in the road, that he's chosen the wrong direction here because everything has gone haywire. Granted, for the Colts, it's not great either. Zach Moss breaks his arm you know, right after all this stuff starts. That's not great. But at the same time, you look at Jonathan Taylor right now. I mean, everything that he was, he is not right now for Colts fans. And that could not have been a high priority on his representations list. I would doubt. Talking to JMV from 93.5107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. Uh, Deion Jackson is a guy who who can run the ball. I I can't tell you I know much about Evan Hall. As I said, I want Jake Funk to play just so I can hear Lucas Oil scream, "We want the Funk." That's that's it. That is the the uh, the only reason I want it. Although the guy may be good, and I don't know anything about him. The signing of Toriano Clinton. You're talking about a guy who at UND had himself a fantastic uh, career, 4,538 rushing yards, yards, the most ever by a member of that Greyhound uh, team. Uh, His yards per rush, 7.7, rushing touchdowns, 48, total touchdowns, 55, and his kickoff return average was 30.9 yards. Look, uh, playing at UND is different than playing in the NFL. This is the answer? I'm not saying it isn't. I love the idea of it. This guy puts on a Colts uniform and plays. People are going to go nuts. This is the answer? No, this is a body added to to camp, and it's a hell of a story, Tony. It is. I mean, you alluded to that. Great story. You indie kid. Works his tail off. Sets all types of records down there. It is a great story, but it is not near a solution. And that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for a solution right here. That's, that's a camp body right now, and maybe, you know, he performs well enough to, to stick with a team and a practice squad mold kind of deal. Uh, but you mentioned Hall, and you mentioned Jackson. We've seen a game of a spark of Deion Jackson. You know, what you're not getting with Evan Hall, you have no idea. you got some camp bodies here. That's what you have with Jonathan Taylor. And this is for Anthony Richardson, Tony. This is for Anthony Richardson and his growth as quarterback of this team. You have a guy that you have seen at the highest of levels. That's why at some point this all has to come around and be together because this is very unlike every other NFL running back situation is that one side needs the other equally. It's just that one side in terms of the Colts hold all the cards to what is ultimately going to take place for the running back. But, no, it's funny. That's what drives me nuts. Because both sides could see, you know what, we need one another here, unlike any other running back position and their team in the NFL. But right now what we're going to do, well, early in the week, last weekend, we're going to squabble over social media like we're back in junior high. And then what we're going to do is we're going to hold out. And we know that we're the best fit for one another right here, but we just can't figure out the terms in which we ultimately are going to be the best fit which is absolutely silly. You know what you're getting with Jonathan Taylor. You have no idea what you're getting with anybody else. And that 
to me is what makes the most sense. So you would be in favor. Hold on a second. You're in favor of a re-signing of Jonathan Taylor right now. Give him a new deal. Maybe you don't get as much as you want, but you would be in favor of that, of giving him a bigger paycheck, just not the humdinger paycheck. No, I'm I'm in favor of this. I'm in favor of him coming back, playing out this year, because that's just what you have to do, Tony, at that position, playing out that year, and then if he plays well – He gets a raise. It's not going to be ultimately what he wants because he's not going to get that. But it's going to be the most favorable opportunity that he is going to have out there. And if it's not here, it may be someplace else. But he is going to have to play at some point. The Colts have the advantage, but both sides need one another. No, you play out your contract, you go out there and play, and then you play well enough to where Jim Mercer wants to give you more or where somebody else wants to give you more. That, to me, is your only choice right now. But again... Both sides need one another. The Colts just have this advantage in negotiations. What are the odds of a trade? Well, I would say normally. Well, the owner has said, no way, no how. This is my word. Yeah, but that's what he said. What are the odds? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it just depends. I guess it depends on the overall effect that they believe that he is having on their team. It, here's, I'll give you a great example. You know, guys will say in camp, this doesn't affect me whatsoever. But, Tony, they get sick and tired of getting peppered with these questions about a teammate and the same thing over and over again. So it does have an effect on the team. I wouldn't expect it. Sitting here right now, I think Jim Mercer will stand firm, and he will not trade him. And I think that they know that what can Jonathan Taylor do here but play. Le'Veon Bell tested this years ago, didn't get paid. You know what? Le'Veon Bell never made that money back. The same situation holds true for Jonathan Taylor right here. He's just going to have to, at some point, decide to get out there and play because, again, the Colts hold the advantage. That's exactly what I expect to see because this is different than Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, you know, he was getting a new deal. This this is a deal that's already in place right here, and I don't think Jim Irsay is going to budge on a trade. I don't think he's going to budge on the situation right here. I think Jonathan Taylor plays. Before I let you go, in 60 seconds or less – how does this reflect on Chris Ballard, the GM? <laughs> well, I mean, he's the reason why they're in this situation right now. Right? Three years ago, they traded up to get Jonathan Taylor, Tony. It was signed off by Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay said, hey, go up and get your guy. You know, this is what you believe in. Get up and do it. And I'm very excited about it. And then, so three years later, you're not going to give him another contract. You're just going to be done with him like that. What it does is magnifies to me what has been – a, an inaccurate build by the general manager. I mean, it just has. I mean, you, what you've done is you extended other positions that are of, of equal or maybe even less of value around the NFL, you know, left guard, uh, linebacker. You put value into that, but right. you don't in Jonathan Taylor. This just magnifies the faulty build that this team has been on for the past six years. That is JMV 93.5, 107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana on the drivehubler.com hotline. 